Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Fox, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Good boy. There we go. Good boy. Sounds like a dog. Wow. His name's Fox. What? He's 44 months old. Like Fox Mulder. So he's four. Fox. 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 It's a difficult name to live up to, Fox, isn't it? Because of Fox Mulder or just because of the whole thing that foxes are cool? Okay, Josh, say hello, I'm Josh, to me. Hello, I'm Josh. Hello, I'm Fox. <laughs> yeah. You've got questions. Well, you, you're not a fox, Rob. No, I'd look... <laughs> Who do we know that could be Fox? Oh, even Fox Mulder struggles, I think, and he's an <laughs> alien detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right, Josh, should we explain what's going on here? Rob, you're struggling, aren't you? Well, normally we record at 10am, don't yeah. we? And I basically, we do school runs and then have a cup of coffee. Are you wearing a fucking dressing gown? Yes, I am, because it's freezing in my shed, because I've got a little heater thing, but it comes on about 8, 9-ish to warm it up Rob. for the day. Yeah. So I'm a bit cold, and it's 7.30am. And Oh, we're... my God. On the cold light of day when you say it, I've done something awful. <laughs> I've done something terrible. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't... This was regular. I couldn't cope. But So basically, you're off somewhere, and you need to record earlier. So we're here recording earlier. Yeah. I look like I'm, I'd say, really ill. And I've just popped out of the ward for this. <laughs> you do look like you've nipped out the front of the hospital for a cigarette. Yeah, I look like them. You know them people that are absolutely fucked and they're on a drip, but they're still smoking. I look like one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fine. You look unbelievable. You look better now than you do when you normally record. Thank you very much. Yes, I look great. Your hair's normal. You look fresh. You've got your little jacket on. What do you mean my hair's normal? Because normally it's all puffed up like Sandy Tosvig, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's been too... Sh- yeah, Jacket's yeah. coming off. Here we go. Dressing gown, ass coat. That's one of the basketball t-shirts. One of my basketball t-shirts Lou hates. Yeah. So that's fine. And, and so what's happened? Have you just got me on here vulnerable so you can bully me? No, 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 no. I've got to go. <laughs> Where are you going? What's, We're going what's happening? To, this is, is a sad indictment of my life. Go on. We're going away for a night to the pig, which is very nice, which was an, a present bought to me by my agent yep. about three years ago. Right. To give you an idea of my life, this is the sixth reschedule of it. Right. We've had to reschedule it six times. Okay, have you missed it in the past? Is that why you're leaving so early? No, it's not why we're leaving so early. Why are you leaving so early? It's a fucking hotel you're checking into at three. Because someone, someone booked lunch at 12.30. At the pig? At the pig. Where is the fucking pig? New Forest. It's an hour and a half from Waterloo. 
Hour and a half on the train. All right, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, so if we record at 10, you're straight. My train's at 10.30. I've got to drop my kids at school. Yeah, but I think going to someone... If someone said, oh, fucking hell, book lunch for 12.30, that is lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, and also it was me. All right. But, oh, um, <laughs> that is lunch. That's a normal time for lunch. Yeah, 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 I know, but I didn't really think it through when I... Right, anyway. But you've saved me. You've saved me. It's fine. You, you were pushing for earlier than this. Oh, you know, let's just get it done six eight. I was up at six packing. Packing? You need a pair of pants. That's it. You go for a night. I know. I set my alarm too early. I got up at six and I was like, actually, I don't really need to do much here. You're going to be the first person in history to have jet lag in the New Forest from East London. <laughs> yeah, first night we just sort of stayed up as late as we could and then just hit the hay. <laughs> You seem quite manic at the moment, though, Josh. Yeah. I think you're getting stressed about your 40. I am really stressed about turning 40. If you keep texting me to change times, it's fine. I'm not bothered. Can we change it to 1992, please? That's the time (laughs) I want to change to, Rob. But, um, yeah, I am stressed about my 40th, Rob. You seem a bit... Everything's a bit amped up, which is fine. Not about my 40th. When anyone says I'm not stressed about my 40th, it normally feels like they are, because... I am. But I'm not stressed in the normal way. Josh, some people turn 40 and no one else knows it's happened. Yeah, well, they're the most stressed, Rob. No, they're they're keeping it to themselves. At least I'm being public about it. No, 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 they're not bothered. No, they are no, bothered, not. Rob. Everyone's bothered about... Ter- That's what I thought I wasn't bothered, Rob. I thought I wasn't bothered. No, look, I've got mates that'll be like, oh, was it your birthday last week? Yeah, how old I was? 40. I went, oh, all right, yeah. And that's it. No one yeah. cared. And do you know what their internal monologue is going? Yeah, I'm playing it down. People think I'm cool with being 40. Oh, no yeah. one thinks you're cool with being 40. You think your mate's been cool with being 40? Honestly, men from South East London don't give a shit about their birthdays. It's like a proven fact. It's like a science experiment. They don't care. I think the more East London, Stoke Newington, middle class you get, blokes start caring. Working yeah. class women care, I'd say. That's the thing. Yeah. Most men from working class areas could not give a shit about the birthday. So you're not going to give a shit about turning 40? No. Even though, for the last two years, you've been talking about how you want to look like Gary Barlow for when you get 40. Yeah, only because it felt like a... I think if you're going to try and get fit and get into a point where your body's in shape, if you try after 40... This isn't about me worrying, but I think actually your body starts to fail you. That I think I need to get ahead of the curve. Oh, God, I don't need to hear that, Rob. I'm just saying, if you want to get fit... You yeah. need to really have the wheels in motion and your body needs to be used to training yeah, yeah, before yeah. you're 40. Because if you try after 40, it's more difficult. Yeah, fair enough. I accept that. So what's stressing you about turning 40? Because you look all right. Everything, Rob. It's not that I want to be young and vital. I've given up on that. <laughs> Do you know what you are now? You're that boring old comedian that we used to hate when we started comedy. I know. We didn't hate them, Rob. I did. <laughs> I wanted their approval. Why don't young people want my approval, Rob? I wanted their space. (laughs) Well, that's part of it. Go on. You know, there's two types of comedians. Yeah. There's older comedians that really like young comedians and are quite excited by it. So, like, your Joe Brands or your Jack D's or your... Very supportive. Yeah. Really supportive. Yeah. And then there's old comedians that feel resentful of young comedians coming up yeah. on the rails. And do you know what I do to those, Josh, the ones that are horrible to me when I started out? Yeah. And I see them at like festivals and stuff and they'll try and be matey with me. Yeah. Because now I've got a semi-successful podcast. Do you know what I do to You've them? You've got a successful podcast, Rob. Let's, let's, let's say it. Do you know what I do to them, Josh? It's all I've got. You know, some people take the moral high ground. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I take the bitter low ground. Yeah. And I go, oh yeah. Why don't you fuck off, mate? 
I don't actually say it to him, that's what no, I'm thinking. But it's implicit, yeah, 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 yeah. Or what I will do is sort of be a little bit just off with them and then just slag them off when they leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's the best way. That's the best way. That's the best way to do it, isn't it? There's one, Rob, there's one that was so horrible to me. He hated me. I won't name him. We used to be called the T-shirt and jeans comedians. How pathetic was that? We did, Rob. Why are we so on? Now I'm getting up at 7.30 to talk to you about parenting and then I'm going to the pig for lunch. <laughs> and, you're, and you're stressed about getting a train at half 11. Half 10. Oh, sorry, half 10. Yeah, that is super early. It's because I've got to do the school drop-off on the way because I'm square. Right, OK. So you're driving to do the school. So what time have you got to leave the house for the school drop-off? Nine. Cool, you're cutting this fine, aren't you? Rob, that's what I'm saying. We've got quite a lot of stuff to get through for the listener today. I know, Rob. This is the situation I'm in. You've changed your tune from you getting up a bit early. No, I'm, just, I'm starting to wake up now. This is the problem with me and you. The power shifts as the day goes on. You start getting weaker, I start getting stronger. <laughs> yeah, it's 7.43. I lost a lot. <laughs> we like those radio DJs. We were slagging off. How do they do it every morning? I'm here at half seven talking to you about my kids. Oh, so anyway, there's the older comedians. There's the one yeah. that I really hate. Yeah. who was absolutely vile to me. Last time I saw him at a gig, Rob. We, I will tell you, if you see us in the street, we will tell you, though. Yeah, and you won't have heard of him. <laughs> That's not what it works. The bitter ones and the shit ones. <laughs> Last time I saw him at a gig, Rob, he asked me what my daughter was called. Yeah. And then he said, oh, she's going to get bullied at school. Oh. Genuinely unbelievable. No, yeah, but we don't do that. We just no. sort of imply it, don't we, when we do? When we talk about kids' names on this show. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Also, I think your daughter's name's quite normal, really. It's not... So do I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do I. Vixen's a lovely name. (laughs) (laughs) Named after my favourite gladiator. Was that a gladiator? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) Probably. What's good about starting early is I feel like I'm going to finish early. It's like plumbers that turn up at your house at 7.30am and then they're gone by three. Yeah, exactly. That's the dream, isn't it? Gone by three. Oh, I've got a story about my yeah, plumber, actually. Do you want me to quickly tell you that? And then we'll get back into me being worried about being forced. Yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. So our pump has broken. So he's getting us a new pump, yeah. which means basically there's no water pressure in the top rooms. A bit like when you, you were pissing weird. Yeah, when was that? I can't remember what that was for, but yeah. It's one of your ailments. <laughs> oh my God, why am I so old? <laughs> you need to go to the toilet, it will dribbling out because you were ill. Oh, that was it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I sent this yesterday, didn't know when he was coming. What's now yeah. today? Fucking hell. See, I told you, you'll start powering down. You've peaked at half six. <laughs> I did. I'm so good at half six. But I was like, oh shit, we're out. So, he can't come today. So, I thought, I'll better text him. So, mm. I thought, hey mate, are you planning on coming tomorrow? We actually don't have anyone in in the day. But could try and leave the keys with neighbours, if so. But I wanted to be, I didn't want to look pressuring, right? Hey mate, I'm not sure about hey mate with a plumber either. No? Why not? I stick in a brother sometimes. Do you? B-R-U-V-V-A. Brother, you coming next? Yeah, just sort of like... Right, yeah. I think I you can why. get away with that. I'm not he sure. He likes yeah. it. Hello, hello, mate. Oh, hi, mate. Hey, hey. Does feel a bit like you're a teenage boy approaching a girl in the mall in America. Hey, hey. Right, yeah. Okay, so... Oh, God, I always go with hey, mate. Hey, my Do you know what I always bro? do? And I've noticed other people do this. If you're delivering bad news, yeah. like you can't make it to something... I'll always put a hey mate. I don't like the hey mate. On the start of a text. That wasn't even the bit of the text that I've been feeling insecure about, Rob. So I put, hey mate, you planning on coming tomorrow? I'm trying to be cooler. We actually don't have anyone in in the day, but you can try and leave the keys with a neighbour. If so, otherwise, no pressure. Right? Oh, literally no pressure. That's what he's there for. That, and that's why, as soon as I sent it, I was worried that it looked like I was going, otherwise, oh. 
We've got no pressure. Oh, yeah, you can come. Or otherwise, no pressure. Okay? No heating. Cold yeah, children. So if, if that's what you want, mate, then we're not going to have any pressure. So what, what did he reply? No, I then followed it up. Oh, no. Why did you just... I mean no pressure <clears throat> on you to come oh, tomorrow. No. That wasn't a water oh, pun. Oh, no. He thinks you've done a joke and you've panicked no, and rescued it. That's the problem no. now. Oh, it was a disaster, Rob. An absolute <laughs> disaster. Would you have followed it up? Oh, well, I wouldn't have. I, I would have ignored that. What? The no pressure, no pressure misunderstanding? I would have just left it. I don't think he's really replying to text messages looking at nuance. <laughs> have you ever seen a plumber's photo reel on their phone? <laughs> it's mental. It's just it, carcasses of attics, cupboards, <laughs> pipe work, pipes of circles drawn on it. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> my mate was going, oh, yeah, I went to the football last week. And he went through, I'd say, a thousand photos of pipes. Went, yeah, yeah, it was great. And it was him at the football. No pressure. So did, no did pressure. he come round? No, he's not coming today. Evening, mate. Pump arriving tomorrow, so I actually need to receive it and then make a plan. And then he's replied specifically to my second text. Oh, no. And put one of your finest. Oh, do you know what he's done? He's pulled your little trousers down, slapped your bum, put it in front of the telly, and went, I'll crack on my day. <laughs> you think of some better jokes. Fucking hell. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't meant to be a joke. It wasn't meant to be well, a joke. Well, that's the thing with you. You are a funny little fella. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you're not always working towards... There's a difference, isn't it? You are just a naturally funny bloke because you just, you've got your quirks, Josh, haven't you? You, you think a lot, you, you know, you send those I sort of messages. You think too much. And it sort of yeah. comes across quite funny, doesn't it? Even when you're not writing jokes. But that's a gift, I'd say. Well, it's, it's a gift and a curse. And do you worry that that will sort of, as you turn no. 40, you'll become sort of red-faced <laughs> gammon, GB news, angry at the world? No, I won't, actually. I think I'm going in the other direction. You're gonna, so you're not going to go angry, old man, when you turn 40? No. I think I've kind of just gone, oh, well, that was my time. And now it's over to the rest of them. I'm dumb. Really? But then Ricky Gervais didn't even start doing comedy till in his mid-40s. No, and look how angry he is now, Rob. He's absolutely fucking livid. <laughs> and he's really successful. <laughs> so are you suggesting that anyone listening to this at 40 that maybe is thinking of a career change and pushing on and doing something different and nothing to give the world? Do you know what? I know my agent listens to this. Yeah. And I know that I'm never seriously going to do it. But on Friday, I was thinking... Maybe I should just, in a few years, just do something else. Maybe I should, like, learn a foreign language or... This is a midlife crisis. What? This is a midlife crisis. This is, what you're experiencing is a midlife no, crisis. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is. It, and it's nothing is like, it? not cri crisis is the word people use. But I'm doing it in the other direction. I'm not getting a motorbike. I'm going, maybe I should really lean into being old. What, by learning Spanish? <laughs> There's a lot of old Spaniards <laughs> out there. <laughs> It's because their diet. High in Olivio spread, that's Italians. But no, like, so I think a midlife crisis isn't just getting a motorbike or something like that. It's sort of self-reflection and panic. Yeah. And then that manifests yeah. in different ways. But I've been self-reflecting. I've had a midlife crisis since I was about 20 in that case. The worrying part is, Josh, I think this is the most mentally sound you've ever been. It's a good job we got your head together before you turned 40 because <laughs> this could be absolute garbage. <laughs> You could be in a strip club off your face on drugs. But luckily, you're just doing Duolingo. But I don't, I don't want to be in a strip club off my face on drugs. I'm bored with drinking. I'm quite bored with the Premier League, Rob. How can you be bored with the Premier League? Who am I anymore? 
I don't know. I just can't Man get United into it. United beat Liverpool 7 0 the other no, week. No, they didn't. They lost 7 0. No, whatever. But you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the Arsenal Bournemouth game was amazing. I just don't know what, who I am anymore, Rob. Oh, God, Josh. What's happening? You're just a 40 year old bloke, mate, that no one cares about, really, ultimately. That's what we all are. I, Oh, God. You're a 40 year old bloke that no one really cares about and have no impact on the world like everyone else. Exactly, on Earth. exactly. So just get your head down and plough on. <laughs> That's it. That is what it is. There is nothing else going to happen. There's no legacy. There's no big impact. You just float along. But that's the realization I've made, Rob. Mm. I think I, for the last 20 years, wanted a legacy and a big impact. I don't think I give a shit anymore. No. I think I'm quite happy just sitting at home. Being me. Sure. So why are you panicking so much about turning 40 then, if that's how you feel? Because I'm panicking that I've, lo- I've lost my drive, Rob. Okay, so this is different. So what's happened is you become quite happy and content. Yeah, I don't like it, Rob. Right, okay. So this is the first stage of being zen, essentially, isn't it? That you calm it all down and you're less productive and less manic because you're, you know... You've been a bit more chill. Yeah. But you're worried you're losing your mojo. You've lost your drive. Yeah, well, I'm not even worried about it. I'm quite happy with it. I don't know if this is happy. Am I? Don't know anymore. 7.30am, moaning about being 40. I've just stopped drinking. I'm dressing smarter. What's going on, Rob? Everything about me, I'm becoming boring and I quite like <laughs> That's it. That's fine. Obviously, people don't want to hang out with you, but if you're happy there, I think it's going well for you, Josh. Do you know, I looked at Instagram earlier. Rob. Okay, looked at it. Yeah. Uh, I went downstairs at 6am to make a cup of tea. Yeah. Went on Instagram. Do you follow Daniel Fox? He's excellent, Rob. He's a young comedian. He's brilliant. Do you know him? Daniel Fox? No, I think I, I do. Has he got, like, the bleached blonde hair? Yeah, he's so yeah, funny. Yeah, okay. I've not seen much of his stuff. Right, one of his videos came up, and I was like, I don't want to compete with this. These guys are too good. Let them have their time. I'm done. They don't need me anymore. They never needed you. They never needed me in the first place. It's over. What's over? I don't know. Green rooms. I don't know. <laughs> Green. Right, I think, though, everyone, when they get to 40, we'll talk about our kids in a minute. When they get to 40, you do decide whether you're going to push on in your career and keep going, keep going, keep going and be a career person, or you sort of get to a certain level and think, you know what, I can't be bothered with the corporate promotions sort of lifestyle. I'll just stick in this job, see what I can get out of it, and do that. Yeah. So what you're doing here, Josh, plateauing. Yeah, I'm plateauing. Yeah. In a good way. Everyone plateaus at some point. It's just when you choose to do it or when the job chooses for you to do it. Yeah. But choosing to do it yourself is the right thing, isn't it? Well, I think you're quite competitive, Josh, and a bit like me. Yeah, but I think that's that's dying out of me a bit. Well, you used to compare yourself to other people like I used to do. I've got, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that, I need to do this, I need to do that. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. But you're not really engaging with that. That was your life. Like, you used to look at the podcast charts a lot. I did, yeah. But you don't do that anymore, do you? No, I don't actually, Rob, I don't. That's good. Yeah. I don't want to be Alistair Campbell in my 60s shouting at the world because the the bloody undercover chairman or whatever that guy's called is number one. What's that guy called? Undercover chairman? Oh, the diary of a CEO. He's not a very good undercover chairman. He's on the telly every week. <laughs> He's a bloody dragon stand, mate. A bit of undercover work as a dragon. <laughs> so I think basically, if you are, what you're trying to do is become more chilled and not beat yourself up so much. Yeah. 
and become quite zen basically if you do that you do sort of calm down and you don't really care what people think of you and if they like you you just sort yeah. of do your thing however oh, I don't know about that. the difficulty in this job is if people don't like us we don't earn money you have to yeah. get people's approval as a comedian because they, you need them but to buy a ticket i think in many ways I'm more likeable now, Rob, because I'm chilled. Maybe, but I find... Listen to me over the last 21 minutes. I've never been more chilled in my life. True, but I find anyone that refers to themselves as likeable is quite unlikable. That's something I've learned. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think you are likeable. Oh, but when people yeah. go, I'm just a really likeable guy. I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, that's a good point. But I think turning 40, you're worried about if um, the fire in your belly's dying out. Yeah. And if that'll have an impact. Yeah, but I'm quite enjoying the fire in my belly dying out. We'll see. I'll keep you updated week on week, Rob, about my breakdown. Yeah. I think- <laughs> so breakdown 2022 was mental breakdown. This is a kind of uh, age-based spiritual yeah, breakdown. Because it's true, the more calm you become and less, you know... What I would say about anxiety, it makes you very efficient to a point of exhaustion. Yeah, exactly. How are your kids? How are my kids? Yeah, they're all good. Well, actually, I've been annoying Lou quite a lot recently. Oh, yes, talk to me. So I've not been working that much because we was doing that little work in progress tour and then the tours... Has the fire gone, Rob? No, the fire's not gone because what I do is I just like the fire. So this is what I, I, the way I dealt with it. I was becoming very relaxed and zen and like, well, whatever happens, happens. It is yeah. what it is and all that. However, you can't really take that approach when you're in front of 2,000 people doing stand-up. No, no. Because it's sort of like, well, it's not what it is what it is, is it, Rob? It's fucking 25 quid a ticket, make me laugh. So what I used to do, it. so I would pre-gig be very zen and calm and do meditating and try and chill out because I can't actually control or have an impact on the gig in the two hours before. Yeah. If I went through every single joke I've ever written to prepare, I'd be exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck that. I don't even think about the game. Exactly. So that when I walk on, at one point, I was walking on a little bit too chilled. Yeah. But then I want, I'm not actually in the moment here because the moment is me in front of loads of people. I'm a show off. I've got loads of jokes. Go and do it. Yeah. Go and be in that moment, be funny and silly. And then I was sort of, t- I'm almost like lighting the fire as I walk out. You don't want the fire burning all the time is what we yeah. had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you get exhausted and burn out, you run out of fuel. Oh, I ran out of fuel big time, mate. Awful exactly. time as well to run out of fuel during the Ukraine-Russia crisis. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what I do more now, I treat it like a little electric fire and I turn it on when I need it, like when I'm about to do a TV show, stand up and things like that. Yeah. Anyway, so I've not been working as much, which means the fire naturally burns. Yes, because I haven't got anywhere to sort of expend the energy. And um, the more happy I get, the more annoyed Lou gets. And Lou, Lou gets burned. She gets burned by my flames, yeah. yeah. Where, like, she was getting quite stressed this morning. Because basically, I normally do the school run, but I'm not doing it today because you've got to go for fucking lunch oh, at the pig. sorry, no. Sorry, no. Honestly, it doesn't matter. But we were trying to do spellings and stuff like that, and, and she was like, right, I've got to do this, got to do that, and I'll take the kids. It's fine, not a problem. And I just said to her, Lou, have you thought about chillaxing oh dear like in a sort of fun ironic way yeah yeah like have you thought about taking a chill pill like so I thought that's a bit of fun and she's nice the the eyes change (laughs) I think maybe the fire in our belly has gone to my wife's eyes because I know she loves me but sometimes the eyes don't lie (laughs) if the eyes are a window to the soul (laughs) then I think I've lost a soul mate because sometimes I I am annoying though because when I'm up I'm so incessantly up. It's actually quite hard work to be around. And I normally, yeah. f- she farms me out to a gig. So when the tour comes around. Yeah. Oh, God. So Lou kind of wants you gigging at all times. Like a dog that needs to be run. 
Yes, essentially, yeah. So I'd say, you know, I do the radio show on a Sunday, this on a Monday, and then I probably need two or three gigs of TV filming stuff in the week. Yes. You know, so like the week I do blankety blank, she's going to be all over me because I've just exercised those demons on card with marker pen in front of Bradley Walsh, Gemma Collins and Dean Rasher-Smith. <laughs> exactly, Rob. I mean, you surely you'll be nice and burned out now because you've... You did Radio 2 last night. Yeah. About 12 hours later, you're back doing this. Yeah, <laughs> and I played football. Yeah, and you had a sleep in between. Yeah, exactly. But it, well, so last night, we've been listening to that Michael Seeley to go to sleep, like, together, and it's really working. But Lou mm. did it on her Spotify. She hasn't got Spotify premium, so they started doing holidays to the Barbados halfway oh, through. Oh, Talk about life insurance. <laughs> Rob, Lou hasn't got Spotify Premium. I know, you think she would. Sort her out, mate. Well, actually, she went, well, I had to download it to listen to your podcast. I was like, all right, I'll get enough of that online. <laughs> Calm down, will you? Anyway, oh, that's one thing. Talk about the radio show. Turning 40, Josh, you will start to have very strong opinions about the Radio 2 lineup. Yes, I have, yes. Yeah, so you, I think you really start... I love Paul Gambaccini on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, Gambo. God, I'm old. <laughs> Fucking hell, what's going on with me? Right, so my kids... Oh, so I'll talk about this, Josh. Homework. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story. Oh, a oh, couple of things. Also, I was trending, well, um, UK, because there was a bloke on Starstruck that looked like me doing Bon Jovi. Oh, that's good. Have you seen him? No. Let me have a look. What, what do I go on? Instagram or Twitter? How old am I? Um, put in Starstruck, Bon Jovi. See what comes up. On what? Just the internet. <laughs> Just Starstruck. Miscellaneous internet. Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's a news story on Wales Online. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. So I'd, I was stood up eating a takeaway pizza and um, I had that message me yeah. about a thousand times. So that was that was Saturday night. Oh, yeah, I buy that. You got that? I buy that. He does look like you. God, people do look like you, don't they, Rob? Yeah, but it's. I tell you what, though, Josh, it's worrying when you start trending in the UK and you don't know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. What have I said? Do you think it all happened? What's Come been out? clipped up? What's been filmed? <laughs> What's been leaked? <laughs> and then Sunday, we, um, my daughter, eldest daughter, homework. Oh, so, by the way, her spellings are getting too hard now. One of her spellings this morning was thousand. Thousand? Yeah, it's a hard word, isn't it, for a seven-year-old? Thousand? Yeah, that is true. Do you think it's a f, don't you? Do you? Well, no, not now, but yeah, sounds like an f, doesn't it? Thousand, especially when your dad sounds like me. South East London, yeah. I was going to say in South. Do they not go in South East London? You can spell it with an f. No, we spell it B A G. We just call it a bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just write bag. <laughs> just write bag. It'll be fine. Teacher will know. Five hundred or just a monkey. Just write monkey down. Yeah. What's a pony? Two fifty, I think. Two fifty. Okay. A monkey's 500. And a bag's a grand. A bag's a grand. The 20's a score. 25's a pony, sorry. Tons a hundred. 500 a monkey. A thousand's a grand. One of the greatest Cockney uh, mainstream words, a grand. Is that a Cockney word, grand? Well, yeah, originally it says here. Um, the other word that annoys me that got nicked by posh people was Jack White was nicking the word melt. It's not a posh boy word. They've got loads of fucking words. He went to private school. His vocabulary's outrageous. Keep Give him our word back. Here we go. Here we go. Can I can I ask you a question? Can you tell me about melt? Because all I know about it is Jack Whitehall says it a lot. So a melt is like, oh, you absolute melt. So if someone's a bit like wishy-washy or pathetic, go, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to come out tonight because I, I had a drink on Tuesday and I'm a bit tired. Oh, you melt. It's a bit right, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me. What's that? Am I a melt? 
No, no, occasionally it might be a bit of a melt. I preferred the start of that sentence where you just confidently said no. No, never. You're never a melt, Josh. Absolutely not. So I think yeah, thank you Whitehall, much. and I like Whitehall. He's a good bloke. Yeah, he's a lovely man. I think Jamie Redknapp used to call him a melt all the time because Jamie Redknapp's a bit cockney, isn't oh, he? Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jack Whitehall took it and then he just calls everyone a melt. I think he used to do it in an ironic take of the mickey out of Jamie Redknapp way. And now he just calls everyone a melt. Yeah. Of the, all the words he must have learned at those private... He went to Marlborough College. Let us have melt back, mate. I don't know many words. <laughs> No, if I say it, they're like, oh, what, like Jack White? Oh, no, not like fucking Jack. Something saying tallywhacker. <laughs> what does that? That's not a word. It's a posh word, isn't it? Tallywhacker for a knob, isn't it? Is it? Tallywacker. You've never heard of tallywacker? No. Tallywackers, yeah. Oh, he got his tallywacker out. Good old Mr. Jones. <laughs> you know. Oh, I'd love a documentary where you go and hang out at a private school. I thought about that. Me going to like Eton with like people. Like, I should go to Eton with Ivo Graham. You and Ivo should do a documentary where you both introduce each other to your childhoods. I'd be interested in that. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll ring Ivo, see if he wants to do it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Phone him now. Call him now, 8am? Yeah. Uh, probably not. He likes getting up later than me. Right. Do you want to hear an East London story? Oh, I've got to talk about this homework and then I'll tell you about East London story. So, it's on my Instagram, Josh. I don't know if you've seen it, but the homework yeah. was... I don't it... look at Instagram enough, Rob. Rob! You had a look earlier at young comedians to see if you were better than them earlier no, on. No, I didn't have a look at young comedians. You did. No. You looked at it and you saw a no. kid with fire in his eyes, like Rocky Three. He's got the eye of the tiger. He's coming up. He's hot. He's smashing all the gigs. He's funnier than you. He cares about it. He wants it more than you, Josh. And do you know what you did? You lied down and took it, you absolute person. No, this is what happened. Eye the tiger. Club a Lang's on your case. You're Rocky. I'm Apollo. Let's get down the beach. Let's run. Let's get it back into you. Let's go into the pig for lunch on a Monday. Who the fuck do you think you are? are you Prince still Andrew? Talking? <laughs> I don't know why I said Prince Andrew. Yeah. He'd be looking at young comedians <laughs> on Instagram, but that's a very different. <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. No, he, he comes up because I like his stuff so much that he's one of those people that comes up the top all the time. Yeah, no, he's good. Anyway. Anyway, so what I'm saying is this homework, it's on my Instagram if you want to see it. Yeah. But basically... Yeah, I'm on it now. I'm on it now. So look at that latest video. There's a sheet of leaves we've got to find, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've been anywhere near a tree. That tick on larch isn't very good, Rob. You should have brought a clipboard. <laughs> look, basically, there was like 10, 12 different leaves. And it was the home. There are no leaves on the trees, Josh. Oh, there's no leaves on the trees. I walked around the park. There's not a fucking. I couldn't. There was not a leaf. It weren't like, oh, this is just all oak trees here. There was not a leaf on a thing. Yeah, that is not Surely ideal. Surely wait a few months for the, the leaf identification. That's also when it's warmer. It was three degrees and no leaves. I'm just wandering around, going, what is what is this? And I said, this is a bit of a challenge, isn't it? And then my daughter went. Homework should be a challenge, Dad. Amazing. And I was like, whose kid is this fucking nerd? What is that? <laughs> Homework should be a challenge. Yeah, but you can't invent a leaf. Anyway, so that was my Sunday. Oh, Rob, that is unbelievable. Why didn't you just tick them all? They'll never know. No, they wanted photos of the leaves. They wanted photos? They also wanted a photo of uh, my daughter in the, like, in the park or wherever it was doing the hunt with her tick list. So I found a photo and I made sure there was as many bare trees in the background as I possibly could. Nice. Well done. Basically, larch and holly. It's the only thing knocking about. 
See, that's the difference between East London. So, should I tell you about my situation with my daughter on Sunday? Yeah, we were going to Epping Forest. Lovely. Yeah, but then my son, his nap just went on for ages. And we were like, by the time we get to Epping Forest, we're going to have to come back. Yeah, he's a killer, that nap, because it's good that they do it, but yeah. you can't go anywhere. No, except... What's his nap at the moment? Well, on Sunday, it was 12 till 3. That is really long. It's really long, which is great. Is he sleeping at night as well? Yeah. What are you fucking moaning about then? I'm not moaning about anything. I'm moaning about being 40. How old's your kid? Youngest. He is two in May. We weren't doing naps at two. My two stopped at 18 months. No, but he's a Beckett, isn't he? He's a Beckett. You were up at 4am and never napping when you were a kid. <laughs> the fire burns strong. Yours have got fire strong. He's... <laughs> Mate, he has not got a fire in his belly, I tell you that. He's a happy little guy. He's not like me. He's a happy little snoozer, isn't he? He's a happy little snoozer. He doesn't take after his dad, I'll tell you that for free. (laughs) He gets more in his naps than you get at night. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you can't go out for the day at three. No, exactly. So there was two of her friends had gone for like a Sunday lunch in a pub with their Mm. dads, yeah? Yeah. They were like, why don't you just bring your daughter here? It's quite a family-friendly pub. You can have a drink. She can play with her friends. Nice. The Liverpool Man U game's on. I wasn't that fussed because the fire's gone for the Premier League. Yeah, I think you don't love life anymore, George. How can you not? No, I'm, I'm worried about that. The Premier League is the most exciting it's been for you. Like, the underdog look like they're going to win it. They've got the big money team of not doing very well. Newcastle are doing well. Tottenham are doing badly. Man United, Liverpool are battering each other. I know, but I think it's because Plymouth are top of League One. I can't think about any other football. But your fire's in your belly for that league. Yeah, to the Good. point where I care too much that I can't enjoy anything to do with it. Right, so, okay, so if you don't care... So when Plymouth went 1-0 up on Saturday, I then just had to hide my phone until way beyond full-time because I didn't want any updates. So basically, if you don't care about it, you don't enjoy it. And if you really care about it, you don't enjoy it either. Correct. Welcome to my life. (laughs) I'm just trying to work out what bits you enjoy. Uh, Nothing. Championship? Championship. Middle, in between? Yeah, no, I don't know. But so Plymouth are playing tomorrow night. They're playing at home. I'm already like, I just wish they didn't have to play. It's too important. It's too tense. So there's some fire. Anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah, you you are a real mix of not completely nonplussed and care to the nth degree. Yeah. If we don't go up this year, Rob, it's the greatest injustice in history. I'll be absolutely heartbroken. Okay. I love that team. It feels like... Especially on your fault, yeah. Oh, don't. Imagine that, turning forward, anyway. Plymouth still in League One after that season. Oh, the great start you had. Don't. Right, anyway. Derby come through, money team. No, Derby aren't going to come through. Anyway, please. When is your actual birthday? Is it April? April, yeah, April the 8th. <laughs> I went to this pub and... Um, Can everyone message Josh on April the 8th? There's no way of messaging me. Just saying 40 now, it's over. <laughs> I don't check my mentions, so it's fine. You can do that all you want. Awful way to start trending. <laughs> or just start fly posting in East London. Victoria Park just put posters up. The 40-year-old Sado lives here. <laughs> so. Sorry, go on. We went to the pub. My daughters are all playing by the pool table. They're my daughters. My daughter and her two friends. Yeah. I'm having a nice non-alcoholic beer. Sure. Because uh, I'm driving and square. And then um, this Italian bloke comes over, right? Yeah. Can't speak a word of English. Puts down a bottle of wine on our table. He's absolutely smashed. Yeah. And just sits down, starts talking to us in Italian. Oh, God. Just awful. Absolutely hammered. Probably talked to us for 15 minutes, and we just couldn't understand what he was saying. He was just off his face. Is that why you want to learn another language? 
<laughs> no, no, I don't want to have to communicate with him. Anyway, then I was like, he went up to the bar to get himself another tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an absolute legend. This guy's, yeah. this guy's got a bit of fire in his belly. <laughs> oh, yeah, he had some fire in his belly. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> and we were like, should we just go? I don't know. So we get our daughters and we're like, we're going to go. And then we're like, we're just going to go. I was like, I'm going to take her home. The other two are going to a different place where they could watch Man U versus Liverpool yeah. with their daughters. Then, because he's so pissed, when he orders another drink, they go, you've got to leave, mate. Oh, no. Then, right, he basically gets to the door. And you know when someone's at the door having a debate about whether they have to leave because they're drunk? Mm-hmm. He was there, stuck at the door for about 20 minutes to half an hour. Like refusing to leave? Refusing to leave. But that means we can't leave because he's basically manning the door. This sounds like an absolute fire death trap, this pub. No other exits. No, no other... It was like Shaun of the Dead. You know when they're stuck in the pub in Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. It was like that. We're stuck in the pub. We've got our daughters. We've got their coats on. They don't understand what's going on. Then he gets thrown out. Yeah. Right? But he's then outside the front of the pub. This is being a parent in East London. This is what my daughter and her two friends are up to. Yeah. On Sunday afternoon. <laughs> that is them. Looking out of a pub window at a man being thrown out of a pub and refusing to leave. What's mental is you're living the sort of middle class hipster lifestyle, and it's basically the childhood I had in South East London. <laughs> you're the hipster wankers, but you're giving your children the upbringing I had. On the opposite. Yeah, whereas you're the South East London Cockney boy, and you're walking through the park with your children identifying leaves, which is the childhood <laughs> I had in Devon. How has this happened? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's because I was starved of countryside and you were starved of city. You love that buzz. The, the buzz of the Italian man being thrown out of the pub. Well, no, that's a classic people outside of London. Like, anyone that grew up in London would have been able to swerve that Italian guy. I would have seen him a mile off. I would have repositioned him, move around. You sort of instinct. It's in the blood. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like you with a bog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Me with a bog. Yeah, if you see a bog, I'll just walk straight across it, get stuck. You know how to shimmy round it. You grew up on Dartmoor. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant a toilet, because I thought it was like... Oh, you're so London now. You don't even know what yeah, bogs are. Yeah, I thought you meant a bloody toilet, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you know what? Probably a bloody shitter up the old Joannas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, piano. I don't know I'd go up a piano. Oh, so there you go. That was some bad parenting, I think. No, it wasn't bad. It's not your fault. You didn't get the bloke drunk, did you? You didn't go, let's go there. It's a great Italian guy. I want the kids no, to meet. I did take my daughter to the pub for Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so was there a play area or anything for the kids to do? By the pool table, yeah. They were playing hide and seek within the pub. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say that's a great day out for the kids. But she just wanted to see her friends. She's so bored of us, Rob. All weekend, we've now reached the stage where we have to plan to have stuff going on the whole weekend. Yes. She cannot abide just being in the house with us. She gets so bored. Of course. Of course she does. So what activities and clubs does she do at the moment at the weekend? So she does gymnastics on a Sunday morning. Right. So you got that. So then there's three more blocks that we need to plan each weekend. Okay. She did a birthday on Saturday morning, which she had a lovely time at. Saturday afternoon, we hadn't planned anything. And she went effing mental. She was having... She was so bored. She was like a teenager. Yeah. Saying she was bored. I couldn't believe it was happening. So what was you actually doing in the house? Was you and, you and Rose doing something? Or was you just sat around reading or no, watching the telly? No, I ended up doing like art stuff with her. But there's only so much time she wants boring, to... She finds it? us boring, Rob. You're going to have to start going to um, Westfield, aren't you? She wanted to go to Westfield. Of course she does. Because I suggested it. And then Rose poo-pooed it because it's just too busy. 
to take the to both kids to Westfield on a Saturday to get your shoes done. Can't you just take one? We divide and conquer. Yeah, so we divide and conquer. That Rose didn't want to come to the pub on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd say I'm more in favour of dividing and conquering than Rose's. Right, okay. Rose quite likes the idea of seeing me at the weekends. Really? See, Lou's not that bothered about that. <laughs> She sort of sees enough of me every night in the week. <laughs> well, I don't know how much I see of Rose in the week. How much do you see of Lou in the week? Quite a lot. Yeah. You have a busier schedule than me in the week. You work a bit more of a nine to five Monday to Friday when you're doing Last Leg. Yeah, I do, yeah. And your podcast and stuff like that, where I don't really. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I work Sundays, radio, and then gigging now and again, and then the odd bit of filming. Yeah, so you work a lot more evenings and stuff, yeah. And then I will go to, like, Korea for a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then Lou misses me then, hopefully. Lou does miss you then, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. implicit. She's just like, what time are you home, babe? <laughs> I, I, this keeps happening to me, Josh. You yeah. Know, my daughters keep wanting me to lie with them in bed to go to sleep, and it's getting quite annoying. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Well, not really. Enjoy it now, Rob. One day, they won't even want you in the same house as them. I know that, but they go to bed late, and you lay there, and it gets like nine o'clock, you've not had dinner. One day, they'll be in that room with their boyfriend, and you'll be lying in your own bed thinking, I wish I was dead. I'll be in there with them. Yeah, I'll lie here. <laughs> Between you. Make sure you get off to sleep in a deep, deep sleep. Don't leave the door open, light on, just in case. So what do you do when you lie in your bed with your daughter? Well, like, I read with them and then they try and talk and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but we need to go to try and get them to stop talking. And then sometimes I have my phone, but then they love holding my arm. And then I've got one of the big phones. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Not like Bon Jolly. The 80s. <laughs> Yeah. No, but like it's the wider version of an iPhone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really do it one-handed unless you've got absolute lizard thumb. Okay, yeah, But yeah, I yeah. find, though, I'm trying to do it with like one hand and it keeps just like falling on my face. Do you ever have that where the phone falls on your head and you've got to not scream in pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, just laying there scrolling through the internet. Well, that's the thing I do, Rob. So my daughter likes us to sit in and I say to her, when she starts talking to me, I say, I'm not going to stay if you talk to me. Yeah. Is that too harsh? That's all right, isn't no, it? No, because if she's asked that's to lay with you to go asleep, yeah. you're not going to go asleep yeah, if you're yeah. talking. You know. Sometimes she says, will you cuddle me? And I like that, but it does mean absolutely no stimulus for me. No, you're just staring ahead, cuddling a child. You're just staring ahead at the back of her head, like kind of spooning her, I suppose, is the uh, yeah, term. Yeah, it's the correct term. But if she goes to sleep facing the other way from me and I'm just lying there, 100% get the phone out. <laughs> of course, it's the only way to survive. Yeah. The other day, Rob, mm-hmm. I actually brought a book in with me. I was like, I want to finish this book, so I'll just finish this while she's going to sleep. So it is feasible. I see it, and I don't want to feel like I'm the more zen person here, because that's rare. I see it as a chance to kind of... It's a small bit of your day when you're doing nothing. It's true, but the problem is, for me, they're both older now, so they both argue. Can you lay with me now, then? If you're laying with her, I want you to lay with me. So I'll lay with you five minutes and go in there. And then what I'll do is I'll be laying with the first one, and then the oldest going, are you you coming in? Wakes up the youngest, and I'll get up and go, no, be quiet, I'll come in in a minute, but stop shouting like that. And And do you have to get them both to sleep by the end of the day? Yes, it just takes forever, and then they're not even tired yet. 
And then that like, and then I'll lay with them for ten minutes, and then I'll go and lay with the other one, and then the other one's got back up and she's reading a book and pottering about. Oh my god, pottering! And then you go and lay with the other one. Where's Lou during this? Well, sometimes she does it, but then one of us has got to try and tidy up and cook dinner. Yeah, and it's just sort of non back and forth. Which is the best gig? Oh yeah, should I get? Yeah, let's get this sorted down here while you sort the kids out. But um, I love the tidy up. Yeah, no, I know I should be grateful for it, but it's a bit of a pain in the ass when you just got to lay there staring. Oh, uh, well, one day you'll regret that. Do you want? Um, don't try and get in my head, Mister Forty. <laughs> giving it the big one imagine 50 you're going to be struggling at 50 Josh there'll be people listening to this going like 40 shut up lad you're still young do whatever you want in the world yeah like when I used to complain about having one kid <laughs> yeah that slept for three hours a day alright alright mate <laughs> oh it's so hard is it yeah yeah it is isn't it yeah no time to do anything apart from those three hours in the middle of the day that you had to yourself sorry I'm a bit a bit snappy early aren't I no, I like it. I like it. It's got a zip to it. Don't start saying you like it to make me do this every time because you keep booking too many things in. I'm never going to do this at 7.30am in the morning again because I got up to Click bloody... that, Michael. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I got up, right? I got up at six to pack. And then because my daughter was asleep on our floor, I couldn't pack because it was dark. Why was she sleeping on your floor? When one of us goes away, she sleeps on our floor. Right. Uh, she likes it for some reason. And to be honest with Fair you, enough. we like it. It's nice. Because it's nice. Cut to yeah. when the youngest starts doing it. You're just climbing over children. Do you know what I said to Rose last night? I just love having her asleep on the floor when I go to bed. And I'd quite happily have both of them when he's three years older. But then she won't want to do it. But what about if you and Rose want to have a little bit of a cuddle? This hasn't come up. <laughs> because your daughter doesn't sleep on the floor very much or you and Rose don't cuddle very much. So shall we do the small business shout outs? <laughs> Hi, Rob and Josh. If you want. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. Hi, Rob, Josh and Michael. My name is Will and I love listening to your podcast. I can relate to pretty much everything. Yeah. Looking after a three and one year old while also trying to run an online business, turning 40, which I'm completely fine with, as Josh seems to be. I added that last bit. My daughter and several of her friends have asthma. Yes! <laughs> Not yes, that, but I can relate to that. One in five kids do. Fucking hell. That's mad, isn't it? One in five kids have an asthma. Have asthma, yeah. I did not know that. Mine's really more or less gone now. And they all hated using their inhalers. So I made them funky covers to jazz them up a bit. I would have loved this as a kid. They went down so well, I started a business making them for other people. I make everything myself by hand in York. God, I love York. This is my favourite email. And the website is www.inhalertailor.com. I was hoping you could do a shout out for me. Done. Thanks a lot, Will, a.k.a. The Inhaler Taylor. Ah, great title. The Inhaler Taylor. Yeah. Do you know what's going to be difficult for Will, though? If they bring out this sort of new tablet that eradicates asthma, he's going to be livid. What? Is that true? No, but if they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, yeah. a new medicine come out. Oh, asthma doesn't exist anymore. The old yeah. Inhaler Taylor. Will fucking kick himself. Oh, the Inhaler Taylor, furious. Then he'll start adapting them to, like, weed bongs. And before you know it, he's in the nick for drugs. Exactly. Before you know it, we're being featured. This clip is being played out on a documentary yeah. on Netflix about how the Inhaler <laughs> Taylor became the new... Breaking bad guy. What's that guy called? Heisenberg. Um, Colombian drug lord. <laughs> Escobar. Escobar. Yeah. I'm listening to a really good podcast called Gangster. It's from like a BBC one. Oh, it's great, isn't it? About the Manchester guy in Salford. Salford, sorry, not Manchester. Yeah, but they do a different gangster each series. So there's, oh, do they? Is there more? There's a new one about this guy that was linked to the Brinks Mat robbery, and then he opened a timeshare in Tenerife. Oh, oh that's brilliant. Gosh. It's great. 
some of the interviews are unbelievable, but it's really good. Oh, I'm going to listen to that because I love the Salford one. Yeah, the others are good as well. Do you know what? I'd hate to be in, in the gangster fraternity. I'd be so bad at it and I'd find it incredibly stressful. Do you reckon at 40 you'd start looking at sort of clips of young gangsters that are doing really well and think, you know, I just don't want to compete with them anymore? Yes, <laughs> I probably would. But they'd kill me rather than just take my place on 8 out of 10 cats. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I don't think you'd be a great gangster. It wasn't the life for me. No, no, it would be awful. It would be really rubbish. <laughs> the stress of all the things. I'd prefer to be an Italian-based, an American-Italian gangster than a one in Salford. That sounded really, really stressful. Yeah, Tony Soprano would be the gangster I'd like to be, if I had to be one. Oh, no, Rob. No? I've had a nightmare. Wait there. What? Can you hear me? Yeah? Can you hear me? What's happened? Yeah, cool. My headphone went. You need to get new headphones, Josh. I know. I need to get a new phone. I need to get a new microphone. I need to get a new attitude to life. <laughs> okay, let me... What's your small business shout-out? <laughs> Dear Rob and Josh, love the show. I was late to the party, but I've caught up on every episode. Many a laugh out loud has been had, so thank you for keeping me sane whilst raising two under two. This is from Becca in Tynemouth. Tynemouth. Tynemouth, sorry. Where is that? Is that Devon or something? Oh, no, wait. Is it T-Y-N-E or... T-Y-N-E mouth. Oh, no, that's Newcastle. Ignore me. Yeah, you keep it to yourself, okay? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, I was hoping to get a small business shout-out for my friend Jen, who has recently opened Vibes Yoga Bar in Cardiff Bay. Ooh. After losing her father and then her mother being diagnosed with early-onset dementia, Jen discovered the therapeutic benefits of yoga. In January 2023, she opened her dream business, Vibes, which, as well as being a yoga centre, also has a cafe serving coffees, juices and healthy treats. She set the business up whilst managing to care for her two beautiful daughters. Blimey. I'm very proud to call her my mate and think she deserves a shout-out. The website is vibesyogabar.com. Well done. Good luck with the business. That is incredible. You like a bit of yoga, don't you, Josh? I, I need to do more of it. I haven't done it in fucking ages, Rob. But it is brilliant when you do it. Maybe it's a new thing for when I'm... Oh, shut up, Josh. Why don't you do it? It's going to say for Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're absolutely fine about it, aren't you? Just keep yeah. listing all the things you're going to do when you're 40. See you on Friday, Rob. Maybe. I don't know. You're getting old now. Every night's a blessing. <laughs> so if you make it through the night, Josh, I'll see you on Friday. Okay. Otherwise, you and John Richardson. Yep. I think he's older than you, isn't he, John? Uh, yeah, I think he is. I think he is. If one of us died, who would you want to replace the other? Send that in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.